Joining me in the studio right now is Sue Shearer. She's the CEO of the Council of the Ageing here in the Territory. Good morning, Sue. Good morning, Katie. Long time no see. I know. I haven't seen you for a while. It's wonderful to see you in the studio. Thank you. Now, there's lots happening this morning, but we do know um, that uh, that bill has passed through Parliament this morning, which will allow the Northern Territory, if it passes through the Senate as well, um, well, to have our own say on whether we allow voluntary assisted dying and other decisions that we that we might want to make here yep. in the Territory. Passed through 99 to 37. It sure did, Katie. It's a momentous occasion, really. We, you know, we've all lobbied long and hard, but then we uh, we changed tact as well to, and hopefully, which they did, the House of Reps, and hopefully the Senate will realise it as well. It's not about passing the voluntary assisted dying. It's about giving us back the right to pass it and discuss it. So very different conversation. I think that's yeah. why it passed, right, you know, right other well in the House of Representatives because they realised they're not voting on voluntary assisted dying. Yeah. We want to be treated the same as every other Australian citizen and be able to make those decisions for ourselves. So it is. It's, I uh, sent Marshall an email and he was watching the debate so he's rather thrilled and hopefully we'll be even more thrilled when it's totally restored when it goes through the Senate. Now when you say Marshall, I'm assuming that Marshall you mean Perrin. the former Chief Minister? Yeah, yes. That's right. Um, and, and look, I think I think that fundamentally, uh, we as Territorians, we elect our politicians here in the Northern Territory to represent us and yep. to represent our views, um, and that we should have the opportunity for them to actually, as our reps, make mm. that decision inside the Northern Territory Parliament, rather than uh, us not being able to even have the opportunity to have our say on it. Well, even Malandiri McCarthy, who I don't think totally supports voluntary assisted dying, supports the fact that we should be able to make those decisions. So, again, it's all about territory rights. So restoring territory rights back to us. When we put it in in 1995, it really then, Katie, only passed by one vote in the Northern Territory Parliament. It was a very hotly contested debate. There were submissions from all around the world, even from the Vatican, about voluntary assisted dying. Mm. So we were ahead of our time, but then, as we know, Kevin Andrews and Tony Windsor decided, well, no, we're not mature enough to make those decisions. And also because we obviously didn't have a Senate, it couldn't be debated in two houses. So it was really, um, you know, obviously the wrong decision. But now... A, right, a wrong will be righted, which is fantastic news. So as the CEO of the Council of the Ageing here yeah. in the Territory, what are seniors saying to you about this? We had 88% of uh, senior Territorians would like the choice. We, we're not negating, obviously, hospice services yeah. or palliative care services, but again, it's just all about choice. It's mainly about the choice. So again, you know, a bit like in... Uh, with, with every other thing. We want to be in charge of our life and we want to be able to make the choice how we say goodbye to loved ones and choose maybe the date or the time that we do it. And so that's the main area that seniors wanted to. Whether or not they agree with it or whether or not they use it is an entirely different matter, but it's about the choice. Well, Sue, I do think that it is, you know, it comes down to it is that one final choice for a lot of people mm. if you're suffering from a terminal illness or, um, you know, or... or whatever situation Mm. you are in, there needs to obviously be those safeguards in place. We need to make sure that uh, people have got everything they need when it comes to palliative care, but Mm. it it does come down to that one final choice that people have got. It does, and to be able to say goodbye... 
I guess, when you you know you're saying goodbye and you can recognise the faces of your loved ones, you know. <clears throat> we can all get... Yep. We've all been through that, Katie, you yep. have, and uh, I have well with my mum. And so, so yeah, it's um it's a hard enough time, but uh, when you don't get the chance to say goodbye, but as I said, it's yeah. a very... We'll probably end up in tears. I can yeah, see your eyes welling. Yeah, well, that's exactly welling. right. Yeah, you yeah. think yeah, it's such it a is, tough thing. It is. It's all about choice. Mm, yep. Absolutely. Mm. So um, let's move along because we know that aged care reforms have passed through federal parliament to overhaul funding for the sector. Um, they're among a number of recommendations made by the Royal Commission into aged care, with the federal government committed to spending over $19.1 billion to reform the aged care system over the next five years. Um, we know that there's been, I think there was one forum last night, is that correct? Uh, there was one yesterday where yep. we had um, Ian Yates, who's the CEO of Coda Australia, who walks the halls of parliament lobbying on behalf of all of us and who we obviously meet with the National Policy Council, all coders do, and so to represent everybody. And then we had Janet Anderson, who is, uh, like I like to say, the big kahuna, the Aged Care Quality and Safety Commissioner. So she's a regulator for aged care residential services and obviously a few other things and changes to the Act to give her more powers, which is desperately needed after what we saw happen during COVID and things like that. And then, uh, unfortunately, we did have Dr Kay Patterson, and I hope um, Dr Patterson's listening. She arrived in Darwin and got COVID. And she just, her voice just wasn't good enough to even do uh, a Zoom or a Teams meeting yesterday. Uh, She's a human rights commissioner for Australia, so... Hopefully, it will go down to Alice this afternoon. We might be able to do a team with her tomorrow if her yeah. voice is okay. Oh, the and then, obviously, thing. the CEO of the NTPHN, Northern Territory Primary Health Network, yep. uh, Gil Yearsley. So it was, you know, high-caliber speakers, and everybody who attended was, was thrilled with the knowledge of all these people. And so what needs to be happening here with this funding when you talk about the Northern Territory? What are you pushing for? We're pushing, obviously, well, what, what we want people to be able to do is actually be in charge of their package a bit like the NDIS they get the package they can they can pick how they want it delivered and which provider they want to deliver it to so it's a a lot more trans transparency which has to be we have to have an independent pricing authority as well because there's a lots of hidden fees admin fees and all sorts of things we get called up quite a bit mm. a code of conduct for workers and providers giving the aged care quality as i said in safety commissioner power to ban people who do the wrong thing publication of provider financial information for better transparency so yep. when you get on and you want to pick a provider all the costs are there. Yeah. You know, I, I remember... It shouldn't be hard. Oh, it, like, it, it should be something no, that's easy exactly. for you to it do. It shouldn't be that hard at all. And we've had people um, who some, you know, they get charged in an aged care facility for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Really? I mean, are, are they that desperate? Yeah. You know? And stronger governments on aged care providers so they are more accountable to both the government and their consumers. This is all about what we want. Consumer choice and the consumer can control. 
That's what we want. Yeah. And, and that's the main thing. Absolutely. So, mm. Sue, from that meeting yesterday, and I know there's going to be another one in Alice Springs, yep. were there any outcomes or are there any, uh, you know, sort of any things that, uh, that you'll be really advocating for? Well, as we said, con- consumer choice, but also the responsibility. We've already advocated for the increase in wages because yeah. they're the low, as we know, the lowest paid in the Fair Work Commission. So that, that has happened. But the other one is uh, more training and more career path. And hopefully when the borders open up more, because I know there's a whole lot of personal care workers in Tuvalu who want to come over here. Yep. But that opens up another can of worms, Katie, with the housing shortage. Really, and as yeah. you can see with the rental vacancy of yep. 1.1% or something, it's unbelievable. we're 6,000 dwellings short. How mm. tough is that then on our seniors? You know, we were just talking to CoreLogic about um, the rental market and also the housing market. How, like, how is that for our seniors? It's tragic. There'll be a lot more seniors, especially women who are homeless. They're on, they're on job start because they can't get a job. Again, ageism comes into it. That's another thing that we lobby about. You know, 55 when they're on and they can't get the pension, so they're on New Start. So they're trying to pay a high rent or, again, and if they're on a pension and waiting yeah. for public housing or community housing and they're trying to pay four, 500 a week in rent and their pension's... 900 oh, a fortnight. It makes me really sad. You know, oh. I just think we're talking about people here who've paid their taxes their whole lives. Yep. You know, they've worked and paid their taxes their whole lives. Um, surely we can look after those Territorians and we can look after those Australians um, the best that we possibly can. Well, we should be able to, as you said, but we're way behind in public housing. You know, there's a seven-year wait list. So, and in the meantime, though, what do these people do? So yeah. they, and with the cost of living, as we know with groceries when you're on a set low income it's tragic it's very very difficult and we've heard people they'd rather feed their pet than themselves the beloved pet comes yeah. first before them and sometimes obviously with the, with a whole lot of other aspects like mm. um dental care and things like that that they have to wait for and they can't afford it it is it's tragic that our older generation is suffering as much well, Sue, so, yeah, it, I mean, I know it's so it's tough for a lot of people out there right now, but mm. when you talk about those uh, those rises in the cost of living, yep. I've no doubt that it certainly has a huge impact for our seniors. Um, Sue, so I always appreciate you coming in. Is it Seniors Month? It sure is, and oh. I've got the calendar here. You're a bit young, Katie. I'm a bit young still, you but you know I enjoy <laughs> any party I'll enjoy. I know. There's so much for seniors to do, I guess, on a brighter note. They yep. can go and try golf. They can learn about internet safety. They can do musical gym. Jam, Royal Life Saving Cool Seniors, English Country Dancing, uh, Ongoing Digital Literacy, as we know, unfortunately, you know, sometimes face-to-face like we are, it all has to be digital. Mm. But a lot, again, a lot of seniors can't afford an iPhone, they can't afford the hardware and they can't afford the internet, as we were saying, with all the other costs. So we're looking at ways to try and get to them to keep them informed. And obviously one of these is through your show, which is terrific. Uh, Again, walk and wag, so bring your dog along and have a little walk and you can wag your little tush as well I guess along with your dog but uh, jewellery making, chair aerobics singing, there's, there's something for everybody in the whole month of August, it's wonderful. just wonderful That yeah. is great to hear, well Sue Shearer always lovely to catch up with you, thank you so much for your time this morning. Pleasure Katie you're thank looking you. good there girl. Oh so are you I like your top, <laughs> always looking good Sue, thank you